When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. It's time for the Happy Half Hour with your friends Kristen Balboni and Will Bryan. Presented by Morris Jenkins. That's right. It's that time of the week for the Happy Half Hour podcast presented by Morris Jenkins. And Mr. Jenkins told me his plumbers and AC techs secretly wear Panthers jerseys under their uniforms. So when your plumbing or air conditioning is acting up, call Morris Jenkins or visit morrisjenkins.com. Kristen, Will, and Matt here in the podcast studio, joined once again by the legendary Darren Gant of Panthers.com. Darren, we didn't scare you off last no. time, and now you've agreed to be here for the whole episode. <sighs> sure, why not? This is where the cool kids well, are. Well, did you just do sound effects of I the did. crowd going wild? <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for Matt to put it in himself, but then I just did it with that my voice. That usually happens after Yeah, this I was yeah. going to say. Oh, so. I don't know how these things you didn't, work. You now didn't just someone listening in headphones is just hearing <laughs> now he can, static Now he can noise. just take it out, and then he can put a better one in. Oh, no, we're not taking it out. People know what we're talking about. <laughs> But yes. Welcome, Darren. That, that's <laughs> outstanding. You, you're a man who's used to getting applause. I know. It's, it, the last couple of weeks have gone to my head. Let's, yeah. let's be real about that. You're, you're a whole thing now. That's why it's cool to be here. Are we talking about your incredible turn as an actor in the schedule release video? Or? I mean, so there's I'm working on some uh, some B level video with me and Sherper like about town, like this new oh the new dynamic duo that we have. Yeah, the buddy comedy of the century yeah, is coming is. up. You know, like. Her and Stat Guy take over Charlotte. I love it. I, I would watch. I'll I would, watch that. I yeah. would absolutely watch that. You guys were the best. It was so much fun. Yeah. The also, I gotta say, like the acting chops on Will. I hope everyone oh, who's listening has seen I mean, the schedule release video. Well, you were really. just I thought the, your. I thought your. Wait, how do we go big? Like I thought that line was really good. Okay, really, give, really. Give me more well. compliments. Keep going. You know, got, the, no, yeah, but I'm, had, I mean. The, the the front part of the video was you know was very front loaded with a lot of Kristen and then it became a lot more Will at the end. Well, and can, I mean, can we say why? Sure. So we filmed a lot beca- because you know, like a lot of other people, we don't know the order that the schedule will be released in, and so we filmed a lot of stuff, kind of as evergreen and we right. didn't know exactly between that, 12 and 2 p.m on wednesday yes we didn't know exactly when this game would happen and so the order of things was just you know dictated yeah. by the schedule which we didn't know at the time right. so so much fun though um okay but more recently so schedule release was last week mm-hmm. and straight into rookie minicamp over the weekend panthers just wrapped that up we were there we got to see 
the 11 draft picks and the other hopefuls in action. So I thought we would, you know, go around the podcast studio, if we will, with our with our takeaways um, from what stood out to us. And Darren, I mean, of course, we got to start with you. Well, yeah, thanks. It's um, it, it was weird. After the minicamp was over, I was talking to Bill Voth and I said, Bill, it occurs to me that I spent a lot of this weekend writing and talking to offensive linemen. And that's probably not an accident. I think it was such an off-season emphasis that mm-hmm. to get in there and, and see David Moore and to see Brady Christensen in action and talk to Deontay Brown. I mean, and those guys are, are so integral to what they were trying to do. I mean, they wanted to get younger on offense in general and that position in particular. And after filling in a bunch of blanks in the off-season in free agency, to see those three guys out there on the field – you know, among others, but to see those three in particular, it was like, okay, that's what it looks like. That's that's what a plan in action, that's how it manifests itself. And and those guys, Christensen's a different guy because he's so athletic mm-hmm. and so explosive and they don't know exactly where he's going to put him. But, but Brown and David Moore are just so massive. I mean, I'm, you know, Will knows for sure, I'm a proponent of old man football. So having these two gigantic, humongous, wide-bodied dudes out there in the middle of the field just appeals to me. It's like that's how you do work. That's how you run goal line offense, by having just gigantic people. Absolutely. I mean, I over the years, everyone wants to try to take what they can away from these things, which means it's six-second videos of guys running routes and oh, trying sure. to I will, analyze. I will just say, you know. just a little behind the scenes, Well, you suggested doing this idea. So you're oh, like, yeah, yeah. You're no, like no. oh, people want to take things oh, away yeah. what from are we these take small away? things. Meanwhile, Will suggested we should do our takeaways from no. Rookie Minicamp. <laughs> He's like, look, think people want to take things away, okay? Well, you know. I, mean, I love that. So, but, but I think what you can take away is, is size. Yeah. You can there there is no denying what you're looking at out there and you're looking at some big guys not only just along yes. the line I mean JC Horn is a big cornerback mm-hmm. like so it, I think that that just jumps out is just how big these guys are how physical they are and yeah you know of course you're not going to see you're not going to see 11 on 11 you're not going to see them run through plays right. and really but you can see the size and you can see the energy and that just after this year that we've had it just feels really nice to just be back out there and have everyone really, you know, you know that moment when like the league memo went out and everyone took their masks off because they were vaccinated. There was just there was just such an energy, I think, about that and about these guys all kind of, hey, it's back to football, you know, in a real way. Uh, Fit walked over to me in the middle of practice and said, hey, it just came out. You guys can take them off. And I think you probably saw like 10 coaches take their mask off all at once. Like, you know, because I want you to be able to see my face. You know, I want to be able to see your face. I want to, you know, interact. And so every one of our coaches, I believe, except for maybe one one young guy that's, you know, that, that's going through the process, we're all vaccinated. And we did it because for family reasons, but also because we want to make sure that we keep our players safe. And just to clarify for anyone who... We assume that anyone listening to this knows exactly what that memo said, but just to clarify, it is for um, staff members, coaching staff, and then staff members who are vaccinated no longer have to wear their masks inside or outside. That doesn't necessarily apply to the players, Um, and it it only applies to uh, vaccinated people, but it did happen during rookie minicamp. Mm While we were out on the field, and like there were some masks like being flung, it was kind of like a graduation (laughs) cap situation. and some people, you know, we worked together for a year and a half, and I have never seen their chins. Yeah. So it was a whole new, a whole new world. But but my takeaway, actually, you guys touched on on most of what I was going to say. But Brady Christensen, mm-hmm. his athleticism and his versatility. I mean, he just really is such an athletic 
big guy. Right. And talking to him right after the draft, you know, about like he, he wakeboards, he yeah. plays all sorts of different sports, does so much. And then I got to walk around with him while he was in the building and help him get from one place to the next. And he's just, you can just see it. Like the, I mean, he, I think that that's how he describes himself, if I'm not mistaken, is like an athlete first and, and then a lineman. And I, I'm excited to see just from the, the small bit, like Will said, you know, you can only take away so much. But from what I saw, I'm excited to see him once the veterans get in the building, too, and then, you know, extrapolate that out further to the season to, to see what he can do. Sure. I mean, it's going to be completely different when you get uh, to training camp and all of a sudden he's doing a one-on-one drill against Brian Burns. That's a whole different animal. I mean, but to see him out there, I mean, you can tell he's a large man who can move. I mean, he's extremely agile. And that's why I think they're so willing to experiment and see what he could do. I mean, I I think a lot of people after the draft saw, okay, left tackle. Here's the left tackle from BYU. That's where he's obviously going to be. I think it's a lot more complicated than that. And Matt talked about that. Uh, during the weekend is like, you know, we're just experimenting now. I mean, he's probably, he's not a center. He's not going to snap. But any of the other four positions, he could end up at just because he is so athletic. Where would you play him? I know you've seen him for like a total, like two hours in a rookie mini camp doing drills. I, I think there's still so much time to try to figure out what the rest of the line looks like. I mean, it, it's going to be a work in progress. And I asked Matt about that. I said, at what point do you kind of start zooming in on, okay, this guy's a left guard, this guy's a right tackle, et cetera. And he said, basically, you know, training camp going into the season, you try to identify the spots people are best at and work from there. But he talked about, you know, with backups, they all have to be able to play more than one position. I think this is a time now, even through OTAs, where you can move guys around, experiment with their best, you know, to find out not only what's their best position, but how they can get on the field the quickest and how they can provide the most depth for us. And then as we get, you know, in training camp, you know, we really have to zero in on some of those things. Um, But, you know, especially with the 17-game season, we know there's going to be some attrition at times. There'll be some shuffling of the deck. I think it's still experimental now. Um, He could end up at left tackle simply because – I don't think there's anybody uh, on the roster who necessarily you point to and say, oh, yeah, it's obviously so-and-so. I mean, it could be Cam Irving. It could be Trent Scott. It could be Brady. I mean, we don't know, and and that's one of those time-will-tell things, and it's going to take getting to training camp, seeing him in pads, seeing what he looks like against a speed rusher. You know, can he get out and keep hands on a Brian Burns in practice? I mean, that's, that's where we'll find out, and we'll have a pretty good idea, I think, during camp. All right, so, you know, as we said, 11 draft picks and, and several other guys you mentioned, David Moore, for instance, other guys who are, who are hoping to make an impact. A lot of new faces. So why don't we – I think we take Brady Christensen out of this one, right? Yep. But aside from Brady Christensen, what is one name that Panthers fans ought to know from all the new faces who are here? You know who I think people are going to be really excited when they see him during the preseason, see him during J.C. Horn. Oh, well, <laughs> other than him. I bet you're about to take my person joke. right now. I, I was going to say Shai Smith. Oh. I mean, he's such a different kind. Yeah. I mean, they've got, if you look at the Panthers receiving room, they've got a bunch of big dudes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, and they've got a bunch of guys who play a completely different game. And he's a little guy. And he's, 
doing stuff across the middle and going up and making catches. And, and we saw him down in Mobile at Senior Bowl. Yeah. They they really dig on the way he plays, and, and it's a completely different vibe than a Terrace Marshall. It's completely mm-hmm. different than DJ or Robbie. And, and I think that difference is going to make him stand out. And, you know, there'll be that – Day during training camp, hopefully fans are able to watch it. Where you know, you know, somebody will make a big one-handed catch over the middle, and everybody goes, "Ooh, yeah, yeah." And I think he could be that guy who does that thing and catches that kind of attention. Do you think, knock on wood, hopefully different outcome? But is he similar to a Demir Bird out of South Carolina? Could be. I, I don't know that he's a straight line speed guy, the quite the way Demir is. But uh, again, he's he, it's not like he's a little little guy. He's got a little meat on him. He's yeah. he's he can withstand playing across the middle. You'd think uh, based on what he did at South Carolina. But I, I just think the all the different things he's able to do, they're going to eventually figure out. Okay, well let's try this and. But they've got a lot of dudes to work through. And, again, that traffic is going to make it hard for him to, you know, I don't people think I'm saying he's going to the Pro Bowl or anything like that. But You heard it here first. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this offense will have to run through Christian McCaffrey and then DJ Moore and then Robbie Anderson and then all these tight ends who are new to before you ever get down to, oh, and there's a play for Shai Smith. But, you know, I think he's a guy during the preseason people are going to mm. be like, ooh, mm-hmm. neat. Yeah. Well, we know Joe Brady likes to tinker and mm-hmm. get creative, so I, I definitely agree that's something we could see. Will, was, was Shy going to be your no, answer No, as well? I got really lucky. I thought Darren was going to go with this guy. Defensive tackle Davion Nixon mm. from Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, really, I, I didn't get to see the amount of practice you guys did, but just from his media availability, I mean, just so much energy, really just an incredible personality, and, and everyone's talking about the offensive line. They came into this saying they need to get better on both sides yep. of the line. And so from the perspective of that interior defensive tackle kind of area, like you kind of were looking like, all right, what are they doing here? Um, and I think he's going to be someone that I know he was a later round pick, but I think he's going to have an impact early on as well. And he's just he's got a lot of energy. He's a big guy as well. He, he looks strong. I mean, he, he had some good things at Iowa. Um, yep. You know, like some uh, Big Ten Big awards. Ten yeah, defensive player yeah, of defensive, the year. Defensive lineman of the year, or I think. Yeah. Of the year. So, yes, right. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's won some some accolades that you're like, oh, where was this guy in the second and third round? It's yeah. Like, value, value, value. So, I, I mean, I, I think you know a little bit about him, too. You spoke to him as well. Yeah, and, and there will be a probably a rookie diary coming up, maybe with Davion <laughs> Nixon on Panthers.com uh, coming up. Uh, some point down the road, but he he is an interesting guy, and you're right. He does have an energy about him, but he's also another one of those. It, it's like when they went through the draft, it was like everybody needed to be some degree of physical freak, you know, yeah. somebody who could jump out of the barn like Brady Christensen. This guy's got 35 and a half inch arms. Mm. I mean, and that sounds like you know you're just talking about a guy with long arms. Where that shows up is on the field goal block team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, three, I mean, that's three feet. <laughs> it's yeah. Getting three feet a of arms. big wingspan up there in the middle of the line it will help. And we've seen uh, here in this building how it can matter to get a hand on an extra point or something like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's definitely a big physical guy. So we'll see how he kind of falls into that rotation. For my uh, name to know, I mean, he's a, a bigger name than the guys you mentioned was drafted higher, but Tommy Tremble. Uh, mm-hmm. I am, I'm excited to see how he develops. He was not known as a, a pass catcher at Notre Dame, but seeing him in practice a little bit, he does 
have those skills. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, he's a, he's a little bit of an unknown and X factor. He's versatile as well. Um, so I'm excited to see what he does. And I thought he had some some hands on him at, at rookie minicamp, which I was uh, happy to see. So I think him and Dan Arnold, who, um, you know, I'm just excited to see the two of them because it felt like that's what the Panthers were missing last year. One of the things that the mm-hmm. Panthers were missing last year were um, were those pass-catching tight ends, especially in, in the red zone. So I'm looking forward to seeing some combination of, of, of those guys. And of course, Ian Thomas as well. Like, you know, just... I'm 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 excited to I, I like a nice good pass catching tight end and I'm I'm looking forward to see um, if Tommy Tremble can be that guy and how he develops or how they're gonna you know how they're gonna use him. Plus, he's got such a cool name. Great name. I mean, it's great football name. I, I feel I feel like you should say it in the uh, monster truck rally ad voice. Oh yeah, Tommy Tremble gonna be at the stadium Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You know, I mean, that's, you know, he's got a, it's like a wrestler name or something. It's great. And I, I think people are going to be into him. I, I think you're right, Kristen. And you could just see those little flashes where it's like, oh, that's a thing. And, and again, you can't read too much no. into routes against air or seven on seven drills. They only had 34 guys all weekend. So they can't be out there doing team stuff. Uh, but there were a couple moments where it's like, oh, well, that's neat. I, I'll make a bullet. I'm excited to see more. I'll make a bold prediction here. Make it. I think Tommy Tremble scores multiple touchdowns on special teams next year. Okay. Multiple. Wow. I think he's a guy that is going to just go down the field and wreck some things. Like, he he has a physicality to him yeah. when he steps on the field that if he's on punt coverage, if he's on kickoff coverage, if he's on some sort of, you know, play where there's a ball to be had, he's going to go get it. Or he's gonna he's gonna force a fumble. He's gonna do something that's gonna like really make special teams special. Not that he's not gonna be a big part of the offense. Not that he's not gonna be sure. in the backfield blocking, catching, doing all these things. You know, creating mismatches for Dan Arnold to get open, all that other stuff. But I think he's gonna be someone that's gonna say, "Oh, I'm on special teams. Okay, I'm gonna oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'll embrace this and yeah. then go get the ball." You know, he's that guy. I love that you said make special teams special. That was a nice, like, coach, like, oh, coach yeah. speak phrase. I, I've been around Chase Blackburn. You know, <laughs> but, yeah. All right. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got Will's stat of the week, and Darren is telling us to get off his lawn. Mr. Jenkins told me. Mr. Jenkins told me. Mr. Jenkins told me to always make it easy for the customer. That's you. A live person will always be here to answer the phone. We're here till midnight, seven days a week. So you never have to take off work. And it's the same price as in the daytime. We're the ones you want to call. We're the ones you want to call. We're the ones you want to call. You're going to love these people. I guarantee it. Go to MorrisJenkins.com. All right, back here on the Happy Half Hour podcast. Will, it's time for the stat of the week. 60% of the time, it works every time. Stat of the week. So... J.C. Horn, number eight. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've had kind of all the stories about him honoring Kobe. Yep. Uh, the reason he picked it, I'm going to go for more of the, okay, so what does that mean in, in Panthers history? Obviously, the first non-special teamer, non-quarterback to be number eight. Because of the rule changes. Because of the rule changes. So he's kind of like the first one to really be able to publicly embrace these rule changes for us, which I think is really cool. Um, some of my favorite number eights, because mm-hmm. I was actually number eight in high school. Oh. 
You so got I, you, you got Kobe, you got JC and JC Horn. Horn. Yeah. yeah. You know, the eighth overall pick, you know, I, I graduated college in 2008. I, I embraced the eight. Mm-hmm. And so my favorite number eight, embrace the eight. <laughs> my favorite number eight, Darren, is from my intern year in 2008. One of the best only kickoff. He was a kickoff specialist. He didn't actually kick uh, field goals. He just kicked the ball into the end zone every time he came to kickoff. Mm. Mm-hmm. The one and only Reese Lloyd. Reese Lloyd. <laughs> Reese Lloyd. <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite. There's this uh, Twitter account now called like Random College Athletes that just tweets pictures of just random people. He would be my favorite random Carolina Panther is Reese Lloyd. Reese Lloyd. Lots to live up to. Yeah. J.C. Horn. So, yeah. Such a good dude. Wasn't David Carr number eight also? Yep. Yeah. I wasn't going to mention him. Why? I mean, you can mention David, him. David, David Carr. A, David was a great guy. If you want the full list, it's Reese Lloyd, Brad Nortman, Jeff Lewis, mm. Andy Lee, David mm. Carr, and Brad Kaya, briefly. What do you yeah, remember Brad most Kaya. about the Brad Kaya era? Uh, I just remember photoshopping his head out of a Detroit Lions uniform. That's all I remember. Wasn't much of an era. No, it wasn't. Okay, so. <laughs> all right, Darren. Uh, you, I love that you've embraced this like get off my lawn mentality. Yeah. So I'm what's like, your? I'm like the old guy. Yeah, you know. One but of here's the, things... the thing, though. Can I say this? I think Darren has cultivated that. You know. Uh, like you said, you love the old man football. Like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna be curmudgeonly. I find Darren to be the loveliest person. I just and Will's Aww. nodding. Mm-hmm. Uh, we work with. I mean, we work with you every day, and I know that that's probably you know taking your street cred down a notch. Yeah, but you're I kill, just you're I, killing my rep. Here, I, I mean, I know that your articles have that reputation for for no holds barred and holding everyone accountable and saying yeah. what you mean. But I gotta say, in person, lovely guy. Just a Aww. great, a good friend. You ask, you know, tell you that you it, care about your coworkers. This is why it's cool to work here. Look at all this young energy in this room and all these people who care about each other. It's cool. It's cool. But uh, no, but get I off mean, my lawn. But yeah, get, but, but get <laughs> off my lawn. You know, and it's funny, though, when you when you mentioned something about this, uh, I was watching the Hurricanes last night. Yeah. Stanley Cup playoffs starting and our beloved Hurricanes right up the road. Um I, I don't know anything about hockey, but I enjoy watching it this time of year because it's a thing that's moving fast. And, oh, yeah. you know, with the Hornets, the Hornets are going to play tonight mm-hmm. um, in, in the playing game. And, and one of the things that kind of bugs me is uh, there are people who are like, oh, God, it's a playing game. Does this really count? Wouldn't they be better off in the lottery? I hate that guy. Mm-hmm. I hate that person most of all because I, as a basically a lifelong charlatan, uh, growing up in the area, you know, when I was growing up in suburban Hickory, my brother was part of a group that had season tickets, and I remember going out to Tyvola and feeling the energy when things were new and the team yeah. was terrible, and you went anyway, and there were 23,000 people in that old barn, and it's just so cool to have some kind of energy about the local professional basketball team now that, yeah. you know, I can't imagine the people who would be bummed out that oh yeah well they're the nine seed or ten seed or whatever they'd be better off in the lottery i hate those people the i'm just looking forward to seeing the game uh to hopefully brighter days ahead for the basketball team here in town because there is a certain energy about those guys too that when you're able to see them you can you can pick it up i mean there's something Mm -hmm. being built over there and as a guy who lives in charlotte that's Pretty cool. We haven't enjoyed that in a long, long time. So, Hornets negativity guy, get off my lawn. <laughs> I love it. Is, so, would it be fair to say then that you would uh, also not be in favor of a 
let's say, just a fan hypothetically that would say, hey, you shouldn't lose a game late in the season to give you a better draft pick. Because yeah, I don't why know. Why did you beat Washington? I was, gonna, oh. I was trying to make it more hypothetical, yeah. but yes. I just think, you know, the winning is always important. And no, you don't want to be the place where you expect to lose because that's how you end up picking in the top three routinely mm-hmm. and taking quarterbacks who you recycle and doing things like that. I mean, bad franchises get in those ruts, but I, you know, I, I think you try to do everything you can every day to win that day. You try to, you know, make as many positive steps as you can. You you want to teach, and Matt Rule talks about, you want to teach guys how to win. And even though it was something that might have cost you five picks of draft status or something like that, I mean, there are still lessons that can be gained. Not everybody on the roster, you know, who was around for that game's on this one now, and, and people are going to continue to change, but – the wanting to win is a lot more important than temporary, you know. Everybody's always looking to the future, and I'm telling you, that's why I enjoy watching the playoff hockey. I I look forward to watching the playoff basketball because it's the moment. This is why you do the thing so you Mm. can get to this point. So let's see what happens, and let's just – Embrace the moment. I love that. Well said. Uh, this is why you do the thing. Is mm-hmm. a, is exactly the right answer yeah. to that. It's exactly the right explanation. Yeah. This is why we do the thing. It's why the players do the thing. Yeah. It's why the fans like watching the thing. Yeah. I mean, Mike, the Mike thing Davis. Is cool. Yeah. He wasn't going to go out there and be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't score this touchdown right. so that the team can get a top three. You play to win the game. That's play. another good, good saying. I mean, <laughs> You're I, play, so I don't, I don't know where today. I came up I, with that I, one. <laughs> what's happening here all right this is the happy half hour podcast presented by morris jenkins and mr jenkins told me that the panthers make him proud and he is honored to support the team when your plumbing or air conditioning is acting up call morris jenkins or visit morrisjenkins.com all right we usually end on a weird question of the week Uh, this one's not so much weird as just fun and will uh hats off to you for for bringing this up so as we talked about at the beginning as we were you know congratulating ourselves on a job well done with the schedule release video uh, it came out last week and if if anyone listening to this hasn't seen it hope that you get a chance to watch it because we're really proud of it um and we should say our producer Carson Smucker who's like the the genius behind schedule release led the way on this one and and several of the past ones that everyone has loved Daniel Goldfarb did the graphics a um, lot of just incredibly, incredibly talented people, and and Will and I were lucky enough to to be involved with it. Darren's voice was in it. Yeah, but uh, we had many, many ideas. Each week was a different idea. Um, so seventeen different ideas, kind of in this um, dream sequence. But with Carson, you know, when we started talking about this, he was like, "Let's just come up with a ton of different ideas. Nothing is too crazy." And so, Will, you had a great question, which is, like, what are some of the ones that didn't make it for whatever reason that we wish had made it? And since you came up with with the idea, I got to ask you first, like, which one is is on your mind right now? I mean, obviously, someone jumping out of a plane. Yeah, that's a... I mean, that's that's the big one. And then for, you know, for... Uh, liability reasons we could not. (laughs) Yeah, obviously. I mean, also, obviously, there's some reasons why that didn't happen. But, yeah, that would have been really cool. Were you... but you weren't going to jump out. I of the wasn't plane. going to, but I have since been thinking like I randomly because your phones listen to you when you're thinking and talking. Like I saw all these friends that posted GoPro videos of them jumping out of a plane in Arizona like over the weekend. And I'm like, they didn't oh. invite you? No, I hadn't seen them in years. Mm. But 
I also hadn't seen anything on their Facebook in years, so that's why I thought it was odd that like, oh, all now you're like seeing this mm. person's content and it's all of them jumping out of a plane, and it looked pretty cool. You gonna jump out of a plane? Maybe. You ever would you ever jump out of a plane, Darren? Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm not. No, I'm. I'm if I've got a perfectly good me. airplane, I'm staying in. That's true. <laughs> Does not do much for me. You know, I didn't. I went back and looked at the the list of ideas. I mean, we had some some pretty crazy ones. I, I don't have one that I wish made it in because my craziest idea that I thought would never happen made it, and that was the surper jumping through a table, yeah. spraying stuff. I mean, that was like Incredible. my first idea. I was like, I got this one in the chamber. Like, here we go. Like, yeah. this is what I want to do. And it happened. And, uh, you know, your good friend, Sir Purr, yeah, was just incredible. Did all the things in the video, which is, you know, like jumped through a table. I, I, I wanted to see more of the ranch. Like we saw it in some of the. In I don't. The, you know that that's bloopers. a sensitive subject for me. Yeah, I know. I I had a I was covered in ranch. Yeah. I was trying to help out, do some utility, uh, make sure the cameras didn't get messed up. Just ranch and whole milk, and it was a hot day. Hot day. Um, lost a pair of shoes to it. Um, but so worth it. That's why I wanted so, to see so more worth of it. it. You and, know? and that's what Kristen Balboni does here. She takes one for the team. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's she's the ultimate team player. Yeah, she's willing to just allow herself to be covered. In yeah, because that's the thing. It's like right. I would not just and like I wasn't in it at all. I was just trying to protect the camera, yeah. protect our camera guy, and um, you know, look the sacrifices that we make. Mm-hmm. Darren, were there any in there that you, uh, you know, were hoping would I, make? I I was air? trying to. There's so many bright and talented people in that process that I was you know felt like. I've got nothing to contribute. These people are so brilliant. The one thing I did offer, I, I said, well, what about for the Bucks game? We could do pirate jokes. <laughs> and Bill, Bill's like, what do you mean? And I said, well, could you imagine if that was a primetime game? It, you know, Panthers versus Tom Brady. You know, they had to play this one in primetime because it's rated R. <laughs> now, did you look that up? Like, did you Google pirate oh, jokes or did you just have God. that one? No, that one was kind of in the. Yeah. That's good. It's a weird place up here. There's some <laughs> stuff rattling around inside this head that nobody needs to know about. But yeah, I love pirate jokes. I I think there's no better way to end it, right? (laughs) All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Happy Half Hour uh, podcast. Thank you so much to both of you, Darren. Thank you for sticking with us for the last 30 minutes. Awesome. To Matt, Will, and everyone who's listening. We'll see you next time. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.